your girl, Ryan, and you are listening to The Shift Show. Each week, you can tune in and join me while I take you through the highest highs and the lowest lows of my journey so far and the valuable lessons I've learned along the way. From chasing after my dreams and dancing professionally in LA to hitting multiple rock bottoms and completely losing myself and battling the disease of addiction. I am now a sober, full-time Orange Theory Fitness head coach and a 305 fitness instructor. And I'm here to share with you how you can take control of your own shit show and make it the best thing that's ever happened to you by simply creating that mental shift. All right, squad, let's dive in. Happy love day, babies. It's Valentine's Day. Well, it's not Valentine's Day when I'm recording this, but it is Valentine's Day when you're listening to this or when it's released at least. And so happy Valentine's Day. I hope you're having a great day and spending it with people that you love, whether it be yourself, whether it be with your friends, your gals, your guys, your family, or your person. You know, I think this holiday absolutely is over-exaggerated. It's just one of those cheesy Hallmark holidays and it can get a lot of shit for it. But to be honest, I kind of live for those Hallmark holidays, you know, like it's just like in your face, all the candy emphasis on the candy. If you know me, you know, my sweet tooth is unlike any other, you know, it's just kind of something that puts it in your face to remind you to appreciate the love that actually is around you. Yes, I believe that we should be loving each other every single day and I don't think that one day is just like, oh, let's love each other right here and then forget about it the next. Like, no, of course we should be loving each other every day. But something like this, something like Valentine's Day is a good reminder to just acknowledge how abundant you actually are or the abundance that's in your life and how much love is in your life. And maybe it's a reminder too and kind of makes you sit back and think about what exactly your status is and what you want, you know, It's okay to be single and want a relationship and not have it yet. I think that's kind of like frowned upon, you know, especially nowadays. It's so different along the years. You know, I think back to, I wish I lived when my parents were growing up, you know, like not having social media, not having Snapchat, like having someone DM you and Facebook message you and Tinder and Hinge and whatever, all the dating apps. Like I wish so wholeheartedly that I could meet someone or had no option but to meet someone organically and someone to pick up the phone and call my actual house and ask me out on a date. You know, I miss, I miss, (laughs) like I lived during that time. I wish that that real stuff still existed. And I know it does because, and especially speaking about it, saying it doesn't exist is only gonna block that from it actually happening but times are changing. I understand that. I try to roll with it as much as I can. However, I think, you know, that old school kind of love and doing things like that has got lost along the way because we have social media and dating apps and life, you know, like it is so encouraged and so great to be single and chasing after your goals and dreams and doing things for yourself. However, I think On the flip side to that, it can kind of distract us and have us put up this wall and make us seem almost weak if we want a relationship, if that makes sense. And so I could like talk myself in circles about this because I see both both perspectives of 
you know, wanting to be single, wanting to own that, wanting to be independent, but then also wanting a relationship and wanting to be with someone and searching for that. I've been in both places and speaking from experience, you know, dealing with relationships and dealing with breakups, I've been through, you know, kind of all the phases of feeling heartbreak and people telling me that I need to get over it, drinking my way out of it and reaching for other tangible things to create that happiness for me that I lost within a person. And I've also been that bitter, single, fuck you kind of girl. Like I literally, oh my God, my mom bought me this uh, shirt right after I had uh, gone through a breakup with someone Oh my God, I forget what it said. Damn it. I need to like look back on Facebook or something because I'm, I'm pretty positive. I have a picture somewhere of that shirt and it says like, no, no relationship, no problem or something along those lines, basically implying that like, I don't want a relationship and that I'm good on my own. Right. And when I was wearing that shirt, like I absolutely did not mean that. Like I was so torn apart inside and it's not funny, but it's funny to look back on because I was so heartbroken still and I was wishing and hoping and dreaming that I was going to get back together with this person, but I was wearing this shirt and putting on this whole facade that I was good, I was cool because that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're just supposed to be tough and, you know, run your own show and sometimes it's okay to just feel the feelings. Like you don't have to all of a sudden be this strong ass human being when you go through a breakup breakups are hard breakups are real you just lost another human not only someone that you loved but typically someone that plays as your best friend you know I think that was always the hardest part for me going through breakups it's like when I choose someone and when I spend time with someone like you are a person I'm gonna give you everything I have inside of me that I know how to give at the time and when that's ripped away, it's just like, holy shit. It's like you get this like flip in your stomach and in your mind. Like, what did I just do? I just gave my all to someone for it to just not work. And if you've been in relationships and gone through breakups or even not long-term relationships, it doesn't have to be long-term. It can be something that was short-lived and you were just talking to someone, but it just didn't work out. Of course, that's going to be a punch in the gut because you're going to feel like it's a personal attack and you're going to feel like it's something wrong with you. And let me tell you, there is nothing wrong with you. Okay. When that happens, it's a reflection of what the other person is fearing And it has absolutely nothing to do with you as a person. You know, I believe deep down that relationships serve a bigger purpose than just, you know, having a family and having kids if that's what you want. And, you know, the whole spiritual growth aspect of it too, growing with someone is huge. But I do also believe that there is something to be said for finding another human that can almost be a caretaker for your traumas that you've been through. And I have not known this for a long time. I'm not going to act like I have. I've done healing and trauma work recently, and it is now coming to surface of why I chose to be in the relationships that I was. And without doing that work, it's really hard to acknowledge those things. You know, we think we're good, we're fine, because every day we wake up and we go to our jobs and we're not acting crazy, so we must not have issues and we must not have traumas. And we had a great childhood, so there must be nothing wrong. We don't have trust issues or abandonment issues. But like, it goes way far deeper than that. Like Back to when we were kids without even understanding that this is a thing yet, if that makes sense. 
And so for me, looking back on my relationships, I understand now that I was searching to please someone. I was searching to feel loved and to feel appreciated that I was good enough that maybe I was missing that or longing for that even within my family. And I don't mean that to bash on my family because my family has done nothing but support and love me in the way that they know. But I think as a child, when we are the most selfish human beings, because that's all we know is us, 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 me, 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 it's easy to take things in such a way that creates that trauma within us that we then carry for life. I don't think I ever really understood that I was reaching for these people that were broken because I want to fix them because I was someone who needed to be fixed. And so if I could just do this for them and show them that they can be loved, like maybe they can love me back. And if I could just be this person and make them happy, then all will be well in the world because that's all I want is for someone to be proud of me and to know that I'm enough and I'm doing good enough. Little things like that that aren't so little. And it's not easy work to look back that far and resurface things that were painful at the time, but it is so worth it because it makes you realize what you're actually putting out there and what you're attracting because I truly believe we are what we attract. And that goes with like sitting in the bitterness and the sulking of being single if you are. I think it's so common nowadays. You see memes everywhere that crack jokes about like, oh, like, fuck me, I'm single and I'm just the third wheel and here I am again by myself, taking myself on it, like whatever, you get my point. But you know, I've had to make a conscious decision. And yes, I crack jokes sometimes. I'm not like all serious and no joking over here. Of course, I make jokes about being single, but I try to make a conscious decision not to put that out too often because I know the more I live in that, the more I'm just going to block something from coming into my life. And on the flip side of that, wanting a relationship, because yes, of course I want to find my person. Of course I want that person to come into my life and help me level up and grow together. But I don't want to seek out someone actively everywhere I go because what what good is that going to do? It's going to allow someone to walk into my life that doesn't necessarily match the things that I value and want and respect, right? It's so important and I've talked about this on here before. I'm pretty sure last week when I was doing my podcast episode on my story of sobriety on how I wrote a sex ideal within my step work. I think that is like such a crucial part of understanding, like actually writing down on paper what it is you want in a relationship at the end of the day, whether it be physical looks, values, do they have a job? Do they have money? Are they financially stable? And this isn't to be superficial and this isn't to like have high expectations. It's so that you don't involve yourself in something that you end up getting upset about and that re-traumatizes you or resurfaces things that are gonna make you angry or cause a dysfunctional relationship at the end of the day. And it's hard. I understand that it's hard because I wrote my first sex ideal back in, I think about a year ago. And the next relationship I got in did not match that at all. It didn't match it at all. And so I wasn't living up to the things that I was saying I wanted to. And what did it result in? It resulted in a huge crash and burn and trauma. And so living by that, like having integrity, I've talked about integrity on here before too, but like 
you, it's one thing to sit here and acknowledge the things that you want in a relationship. And it's another to go do the opposite. You see that so often. It's like, I want this and I want that. And I want to be in a stable relationship. And I want someone who's present and I want someone who's vulnerable and I want to stand my ground. And I want someone who's going to match my frequency. And then, you know, they walk out the door and the person that they're with is nothing aligned with that. And then what does it cause? It causes you to not have peace at the end of the day. And then it causes fights. And then you can't come on like a steady matching ground because your person doesn't match your same values. That's like such a mouthful, but I think it's so important to understand. And I want to talk about boundaries too. I am, if you ever talk to my sponsor, (laughs) pretty much every conversation we have, she'll be like, Ryan, what am I going to say? And I'll say boundaries, knowing what you're going to allow and what you're going to stand for, because what you allow is what you attract as well. And there have been so many times where I knew I'll, I'll take my last relationship, for instance, you know, I've talked about it a little bit on here, but I know what I deserve and what I want at the end of the day, but I was continuously letting this person manipulate and twist my mind and play these games with me that I knew, right? We all have gut instincts. I knew deep down that this is not the truth that I'm being told, that this is not something that I should be doing, but I continued to act on it anyways and lose that integrity that I was trying to maintain and what did it do? It resulted in, and just like another mess. And it resulted in this person not having any respect for me and then me complaining about it. But like, I'm allowing it, you know, but you guys, like whether you want a relationship or you don't, it takes doing the work and it takes healing and it takes understanding your own traumas for you to then be the best person that you can be to someone else and to acknowledge what you want from someone else in a relationship. And all that self-love and love yourself and be independent and do your own thing, yes, that's all good and great and we can make ourselves believe that with all the positive affirmations we want and stand in the mirror and tell ourselves we're the baddest bitch ever. But unless you do the work, you're really not gonna feel that deep down. You're really not gonna be at peace. You can only read so many positive affirmations a day and in in time, it's going to slip away, right? Because you don't actually believe that because you haven't gone deeper below the surface, below that little sticky note in front of your face and understand why you actually love yourself and understand why you're actually enough and what you have to offer to someone else. And so if there's anything that I can kind of encourage for you to do, if you are in that sticky spot where you're single and you're unsure of what you want and you get sad and down on yourself know that it's okay but also know that maybe there's some work that can be done and no I'm not telling you to go pay for a therapist if you can't afford therapy but I am encouraging you to sit back and kind of be real and honest with yourself before you try to just stand up and run out the door and go for it and it's hard It is so hard nowadays with social media and dating websites and dating apps and Snapchat and DMs and Facebook. Like, I am not going to lie, you guys. That is one thing I do get bitter about because I hate it. I despise it. I don't think it's organic. I don't think it's like a natural way to meet someone. And I think there's lots of games that are played and I'm not really here for it. That I do believe is a waste of my time. 
But if I engage in it, I can't complain that it's not working out because I'm, I'm partaking. Right. But I just like, there's all the, Oh, let's not put a label on this. And Oh, let's be in a situation ship. And Oh, I want this world series kind of low, but I'm not really willing to go up to bat for it. And let's just be friends with benefits and let's take it slow and see how it goes. But like when shit gets real, we'll run away from it. Right. That's like such a thing nowadays. However, you have the power to not participate in that and to stand in your ground. And there are people out there believe that no matter how much shit you've been through in relationships, no matter what's not worked out for you, continue to have faith because the more you have faith and the more you truly deep down believe that there is someone out there that is matching what you want, it will come. It's not like a little present wrapped with a bow on top that shows up at your doorstep. But the more you believe that and the more you chase after the things that you value, it's going to ultimately guide you on the path of what you're supposed to be on and you will match that person somewhere. And I am not even speaking about this from experience because I clearly am not in a relationship, but I'm okay with that because I haven't quite found the person that's matching for where I want to be but I know that I'm taking care of myself day in and day out to have peace within myself and to be in the places I want to be and to be okay without having the attention and you know the text in the, in the calls from another human being because I'm good on my own. Do I want a relationship? Hell yeah, I am a relationship kind of girl. I have never been one to just like fuck around and have one night stands and whatever. Yes, I've had flings and yes, I've been involved in those kind of things, but it's just not really what I'm into. And to each their own. I don't believe that any relationship I've been in or you've been in is a waste of time. I don't believe that there is only one soulmate out in the world for you. I think we grow. I think we learn along the way. And what was meant for me and what matched me 10 years ago is not what's going to match me now. And so that's why we outgrow people, right? And so I think it's really easy to bitch and blame the actual relationship or the other person for things not working out. And maybe the circumstances can put blame on the other person. Like, I don't know what's happened to you. However, I do truly believe that that's something that you maybe needed at the time and that there are always lessons to be learned from the things that we're involved in. And there's always something looking out for us. I've talked about this before. There is something bigger than us looking out for us, spiritually guiding us to learn certain lessons so that we can go, okay, next level. However, we will continue to learn those lessons until they're learned, right? It will continue to resurface. It will continue to come into our lives unless we're like, okay, this is what happened and I'm not going to allow this again or I don't want this again. And so I'm going to put my boundary right here and I'm going to go next. I never believe love is a waste of time. I just don't. It's also really easy to look back and be like, you know, that wasn't love or I didn't love them or, you know, this wasn't actually a relationship, but like it was, you know, and so we lie to ourselves too. Don't lie to yourself and tell yourself it wasn't love just because you, you think it's silly or because someone else is calling it something other than love. Like that was love for you at the time and how you knew how to give it and that person as well. 
right? And there were things to be learned within that time that you spent with that person that now you know going forward. It's just like work, right? It's just like your career. You don't just like decide on a career and you end up at the top in the the one place that you've been dreaming of being at. You have to go through the other jobs. You have to take these detours and these routes that teach you about what you don't want or what doesn't work in order to get to that next place. It's literally like anything in life. And so if you can have that perspective on your past relationships, no matter how heartbreaking they were or no matter how great they were and you think it's going to come back into your life, like it happened for a reason and that probably was love for what you knew it to be at the time. And it wasn't a waste of time because that's why you are the person that you are now. And that's why you know the things that you know now, right? I think it's just like us having to be careful if you are that single person of what actually is love and what is just giving us attention and fulfilling this hole within us that we don't even realize is there and convincing ourselves that it's love. You know, this is a little bit shorter of an episode, but I hope that despite your status or despite where you are in life or what you're going through, whether you're in a relationship or on your own or seeking or good on your own, that you have peace, right? And that if you are with a person and you do have these traumas still, that you are with someone that can be that other person that works through these things with you. Or if you are on your own and you're just completely lost, maybe think about doing that work. Or if you're good on your own, then roll with that. Be that badass bitch that you want to be. But don't fake it and don't put on that show just because you think that that's what you're supposed to be right now. Like It's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to want a relationship and have feelings. And the more you're honest with yourself about that and honest with the world about it, then that's when it's going to come into your life. But if you just put up this fake wall because you believe that that's what you're supposed to be, then you're going to block the things that you truly want at the end of the day. So I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day. I hope you are honestly doing something that you love, whether it is your job, whether it's you know, you're a hobby or going out on a hike or a walk with your family or eating chocolate on chocolate on candy or whatever it is, fill yourselves up with love today and every single day and speak about what you want and be honest with yourself about what you want. And I promise you, you will attract it. That's all I got for you guys. Stay weird, stay wild, stay you, and I will catch you next week.